Hello, America, and welcome back to another episode of the Hear Me Tell It, the life and times of Jerry Daniels. When you've had your daily dose of today's craziness, dealing with all them Karens out there, ride shotgun with old JD as he goes back and recounts the life and times of growing up in the South during the 60s and 70s. I believe we were called baby boomers. Stories that you will say, yep, I've done that, but I ain't gonna tell my kids, and I ain't never told my spouse, but whatever the truth be, it will be this, to hear me tell it. Well, hello folks, welcome back to another episode of To Hear Me Tell It. I want to start off this morning, and yes, you know what, I gotta change what I've got on my, uh, I'm squirreling already, but I need to change what's on my cover page, because I'm telling everybody they come out at 0400, well, I've had a life change, and I ain't doing these at no four o'clock in the morning anymore. But anyway, it is Wednesday, so I'm going. I'm going to keep to that. But uh, I want to start out by saying, as always, thanks to those who listen. And I didn't mention I throwed old Bob Gricken in there, and uh, and a couple other ones that listen on a regular basis. But I tell you what, I got I got humbled. Well, I'm humbled often. My wife humbles me every day. She always says, "I told you." And, I, and and she corrects me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have another talk about that. But anyway, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> After last week, I got a text message from my great American friend Mike Posey down in Potterville, Georgia. Oh, Mike sends me a note and says, "What's your mailing address?" So when usually when somebody asks you what's your mailing address, uh, they. they as opposed to your physical address, because it could be two different things. Like mom and daddy's physical address was quite different than their mailing address. Because in Butler, uh, I don't know how it is today, but everybody went to the post office to go get your mail. You went and got it. And that was almost like a social thing. You went and got your mail, because then you could go to the post office, you can talk to Miss Hobbs and whatnot, <clears throat> and you get to meet people. And as a kid, I loved it because you got to walk up that little ramp or go up that them cool steps with those, uh, you open the door and had two steps pop up, boom, boom. And it was a very unique smell. I always talk about that, talk about childhood memories. There was a unique smell of walking into the Butler, Georgia post office. I don't know what that smell was. Maybe it was stamped. Hell, I don't know. But it was a unique smell going into the post office. Nothing smelled like the post office. And sometimes I'll, you know, catch a whiff of something, I'll, and it'll bring back a memory, a smell, a damn trigger of memory in New York second. And I think, hmm. I, I, that smells like the post office. But my good friend Mike Posey sent me a note, and he said, hey, man, what's your mailing address? I said, well, I gave him my address, and I told him, I said, uh, I don't I don't know if I should be excited or nervous. Both of them, are, I guess, are excited. But I said, uh, okay, here it is. So sure enough, uh, Monday I got a package, and it was a little bitty package. And I told my wife, I said, I'm not sure if I should open this in front of you or not. <laughs> And then I thought, wait, wait a minute, it's Mike Posey. How bad can it be? And, I, and it's funny, my, my wife videoed it. I think I'll post it on Facebook. I will post it on Facebook. But, uh, and I was, I was opening the package, and my wife wanted to video it uh, to capture the memory. We, we do that today, you know. It, it, years ago, you didn't have a damn video camera. Now everybody and the brother, Tom, Dick, and Harry's got one, and they'll video to capture the memory or the moment. That's what I meant. They capture the moment. <clears throat> And when I was I was getting ready to open, and I I said during this moment of capture, is uh, I wouldn't be opening anything that Todd Smith, Bill Amos, or Larry Kirks had sent me in front of my wife. I'd be scared. <laughs> so, but I was safe because it came from Mike Posey. 
Yeah, I, I, it was anyway. I, I knew it was going to be safe. So I opened this package, and inside this package, <clears throat> carefully wrapped in some bubble wrap, uh, was a empty can. And I'm going. I'm going. It's it's a metal can. You hear it? Here. Oh, that sounds better. Uh, it's a metal can, and it is a from the seventies. It's a soda can, a soda pop. We just all call them Cokes, but it's a soda can from the 70s, 12 ounces. It's empty. <clears throat> it is cool as grits, and um, it is an empty can, and it's got the, it's, it was the soda cans that had the pull tabs, uh, the ones you pull completely off, and we would just cut the shit out of each other, and we'd make jewelry out of it. Y'all remember that? We as kids, we'd make jewelry out of pull tap rings, and you could make fishing lures out of pull tap rings. Uh well, I came from a generation where we were creative and we had stuff like that. And I'm going to shake the can inside. Here it is. The pull tab is in there and I keep shaking it and some black stuff keeps falling out of it. But uh, the pull tab is in, which is the coolest part, the pull tab is inside the can. And I forget that little old uh, country store out there near Jack McGlone's place, but there was a country store out yonder. <clears throat> and uh, there was like 6,000 million pull tabs and bottle tops on the ground. It almost looked like it was a type of a pavement or a coating. Uh, years and years and years, that's where they throwed them. So this this is a Purple Passion blended by, blended, I'm sorry, is a Purple Passion soda can, and Purple Passion is trademarked, but it is a blended berry soda. And honestly, you know, I, I've been doing these podcasts, and, and some of my listeners have reminded me of things that I have forgotten, and I'd forgotten all about this. And I guess my podcast maybe stimulated some of Mike Posey's memories, and he was so inclined to, to bring this up, and he sent it to me. So anyway, coffee drink. All right, so on the top of the can, again, this is a solid metal can. This ain't them cheap things you can crush with your hand. You ain't crushing this with your hand, and you damn sure ain't going to smash it on your forehead like the little cheap aluminum things. Uh, but it says on the top of the can, it's imprinted, please don't litter. And then it says, dispose of properly. I don't know what that was back then. And uh, it's 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 got the lead seal on it and all that stuff. And it just, and this right here, oh, and it's got this little, it's got this little reminder hand down on the bottom with a string tied around the finger, like to remind you of something. And it says, uh, fight litter. Okay. You know, that was back in the day on TV. Y'all remember in the 70s, there was a TV commercial, and it was powerful. I think they need to bring it back. <clears throat> but it was a TV commercial, and it was a Native American. Uh, it's not racist or anything to say he was an Indian. That's what we, that's, that's what, anyway, he was a Native American. He was an, he was an Indian. He looked like he was a, maybe of, of, uh, of prestige, a prominent a member of a tribe. He like he was a chief or something. <clears throat> and he was in a canoe and he was paddling. And then the river he paddled in became a river of litter. And I think he got out and it was powerful. It was powerful. It impacted me. That impacted me as a child to don't throw your shit on the ground, pick it up. So, all right. So let me see. It was, I got, it was packaged. I'm going to, I'm going to, there's a, there's a reason I'm talking about this damn soda can. It says it was packed by gold metal beverage. 
company, uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, and it was a division that was packaged by a gold medal, but it was a division of the Beatrice Foods, Chicago, Illinois. So I don't know what year this can uh, came from, and, and Mike purchased it on eBay and sent it to me. And that's, that's the humbling part, that, uh, that he actually bought something, spent his damn hard-earned money, money, and he sent it to me. And that's pretty humbling, and, and I am. And, I, and I'm very grateful. I'm thankful. Uh, but most of, most, uh, most of all, I'm, I'm damn humbled. Somebody would do that for me. And so it's, it, it doesn't have – that's where I'm going with this. So this can of Purple Passion – it doesn't have, and I'll put it on Facebook, so anybody that follows me on Facebook, you'll see what I'm talking about. But it does not have at the top on each side above Purple Passion, it doesn't have the Canada Dry logo. And I did some research, and I noticed evidently at some point Purple Passion became a product of Canada Dry. But based on the can I see, this predates that. So uh, Mike found a good one. So here's the story, and this is what Mike sent it to me about. <clears throat> and this is what I had forgotten we did as kids. And we did a lot of stuff. Me and Mike Posey played uh, together and climbed a many a trees on top of houses, uh, ridden many bikes and go-karts and, and throwed stuff at each other. Uh, if, if, if Mike Posey and I could, could put down $5 for every minute that he and I and his brother sat next to each other at that little old table in their kitchen, that tiny little old house, we all had tiny houses back then, that tiny little old house, and we ate cereal by the bowlfuls. When you were little, you didn't eat just a bowl of cereal. You ate multiple bowls of cereal. And whether it was Cap'n Crunch or Frosted Flakes or, or uh, something berries or cocoa this or cocoa that or fruity this or whatever it was, any of the, I, that cereal that was unhealthy and packed with freaking sugar, we ate bowlfuls of it on Saturday mornings, <clears throat> read the box from cover to cover, and then we watched cartoons. So if we had $5 for every minute, uh, we could probably go on a little vacation. <clears throat> so, but there was some things that Mike Posey and I and his brother Joey, <clears throat> we did together as kids. And uh, to include uh, one thing I'm going to talk about, and I'm going to come to the Purple Passion can, but his daddy uh, either owned or operated, I know he operated, but I don't know if he owned it or not, uh, that tire store that was in Butler on Main Street. <clears throat> and... Uh, and and he had a he had a warehouse in the back and it was stacked with tires. I'm talking a lot of tires. It wasn't air conditioned. I don't think it was damn ventilated at all. But it was dark and it was dusty and there were spiders. There were spiders everywhere. There's probably snakes back there. I know there's rats back there and mice, but um, <clears throat> and bird droppings everywhere. But we would we was kids and we would spend hours. I'm talking hours, man. Climbing and hiding in stacks of tires. And that was just, you know, it was, it was, uh, we didn't have iPhones. We didn't have computers. We didn't have things to distract us. We just played in tires. And you know what? We had fun. And we come out and we looked like we had been working in a coal mine all day. And uh, anyway, sorry. Right, so another thing that Mike Posey and I did, <clears throat> I would, I would take these these cans that he sent me, I would take these cans of purple passion and before they were refrigerated, they would be hot. And I would, I, I'm going to say sneak, I guess the appropriate word is steal because I took what, what was mine, but 
daddy owned the grocery store, so I kind of figured, well, that daddy owned it. I guess they're part of mine. I don't know. Anyway, I would sneak, you know, a, like a six-pack of these things, and me and Mike Posey would go out, and we would hide them in the sun and let them get them blazing Jimmy's hot. They would get hot, and then we would shake the dog crap out of them, and then we would throw them against the back of the damn store. <laughs> There's some entertainment for you. And these cans would explode. <clears throat> and this purple passion, sticky sugar shit would fly everywhere. And it'd get all over us. And that's what we would do for entertainment. <clears throat> so, uh, and I don't, I don't know. There ain't a moral of the story. This is going to be a short one. But I'm, I'm humbled that Mike Posey took the time and his money to find me. And I'm going to set it right. I told Mike, I said, it's going to be displayed in my office. And I am. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to put it up there next to my Navy stuff. But here's a can of purple, an empty can of purple passion. <clears throat> and uh, I'm going to display it. So, uh, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm grateful he sent it to me. But the things we did to entertain ourselves, uh, it amazes me today. It, and, I, and I'm kind of sad. It, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. I'm, I'm kind of sad that my... I don't know about Mike's kids, but my my children. Of course, I was a military family, so it was completely different. We didn't grow up in a small town. They didn't have friends that, you know, for a lifetime. My, my kids didn't have that. And most military kids don't have that. They don't have young friends for lifetimes. They don't. They just don't. <clears throat> they make friends for a few years, and then mom and dad transfers, and they leave. And then they make new friends, and they transfer and leave. And they make new friends, and they transfer and leave. And it's just, just the way it is. They don't have that. So, um uh, <clears throat> so anyway, I, I owe a uh, I owe a hearty thank you, a humble thank you to Mike Posey for sending me a can of Purple Passion, <clears throat> and I appreciate all the memories of playing in all them damn stacks of tires. You know what could have possibly gone wrong? You know who knows. And I'll share this story too. And this this isn't a, <clears throat> this isn't a, you know paint mom and daddy in a bad light. Mom and daddy were they were good parents. And they did the best they knew how to do at that time, and. And and I got no regrets, but uh, <clears throat> I re- I do remember. Uh, I look back now in hindsight, of course, it's twenty twenty, and I may have already talked about this a little bit. But you know, when I when I was little, of course, I grew up and daddy, mom, and daddy always had some sort of grocery business, and <clears throat> and um, you know, I was I was a kid. I didn't, and 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 it wasn't. I don't know. Maybe it was important to some folks. It wasn't important to us. And and I don't remember mom and daddy ever preaching it or teaching it or enforcing it or advocating it, but it was drink water, drink water, drink water. And I was I was completely different because you know it was a different 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 uh, different time, different time. That's all I can say. So uh, when I was thirsty, and and you know as a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth grader, when I was thirsty, uh, what did I drink? Well, it damn sure wasn't water. It was uh, it was sodas. It was it was. It was some sweet caffeine drink. That's what I drank. I drank a lot of them. And the probably reason I had so many damn dental problems because of that too. But I remember, <clears throat> I remember when I was in a, I remember I was in the second grade. When I was in the second grade, uh, I would have these, these pains in my lower abdomen and my back. <clears throat> and they were real. I mean, you know, some folks think, well, children make up stuff. These pains were real. And man, it would hurt. It would hurt like a son of a gun. And I didn't know it at that time, but it was probably my kidneys. At least I'm speculating. I can't confirm it, but I'm speculating it. And for some reason, the only thing that, and I'm not making this up, but the only thing that made it subside 
was, um, and I'm not making this up, was to drink chocolate milk. And uh, that made it go away. And it was almost like, you know, I, oh, look, now, now, if, I, if a child made up a story or was saying, hey, I got this pain, and the only thing that will make it go away is chocolate milk, I'd go, hmm, yeah, I'd be suspicious of that activity. But it did. And and anyway, so so fast forward it to a couple of years, I don't know what grade I was in, probably the fourth, fifth grade maybe. And, and that was a time when Daddy and Mama had the butler red and white, their own Main Street, going into the court, go right there at the, at the, uh, at the uh, courthouse square. And then uh, Mike and Joey's daddy had that place across the street over yonder, the tire place. And one day we was playing in them tires, and I mean, man, we was we was doing what we do. We play it up and we play hard. And that pain come on me, man, and it come on me bad. I mean, real bad. And it 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 that was the worst ever, and it doubled me over. And I could not get out of that warehouse quick enough, but I was trying to make it across the street, and I made it across the street, and I collapsed on the center line right there in front of the old Edwards building in front of Butler and White. I didn't, I didn't make it. I couldn't make it. The pain was so bad, and I, and I collapsed, and I fell, and Mama took me to the hospital. And uh, guess what? I was severely dehydrated, and that's what it was. So uh, uh, all I can say is, is back, you know, different times, man, but back in that day, all I can say is when I was thirsty, I drank the uh, most unhealthiest sugar drinks in the world, and that was Mountain Dew, Purple Passion, knee-high grape, whatever the hell, and uh, that seemed to take care of it, and it was the wrong thing to do. So, all right, that's all I got. Man, I ain't, I ain't going to do a lot of talking this morning because I, I really uh, I had something else lined up, and I looked at it, and I looked at my notes, and I thought, hell, that's going to be 40 minutes, and I don't want to do another 40-minute episode. So, uh Thank you. I'll post. I'll post this uh, can on Facebook. Thanks again to Mike Posey. Thanks to everybody that's listening. This was a short one, and uh, thanks to Mike Posey. Mainly, mainly, and I keep saying thank you, and I and I will. But mainly, thank you to Mike Posey for for bringing back a memory that I had not erased, but damn near I'd stored it somewhere and I'd forgotten all about the Purple Passion soda can. So. And this was a hard one. So, uh, and 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 I, you know, I, I'm, I'm squirreling again. And I, I posted on Facebook uh, the other day about the cycle of life. And bottom line is, uh, and I and I hate to say this because we end up having to do this for Mama. We had an estate sale after Mama passed away. Here's the bottom line. And I'm sitting in my office. I got all this stuff, all these memory things and trinkets from the Navy. And hell, I got a shelf over there. I bet it's got 30 coffee cups on it from all the different ships and squadrons I was in and a plaque that I had made. And I got a wall over yonder. It's called the I Love Me Wall. And it's got all these military plaques from all the squadrons and awards and decorations and stuff from different ships and commands. And I look over here on this other thing and I got all these things. I got my original Chief Petty Officer's charge book and all that kind of stuff. And now I'm going to add the Purple Passion, the, the empty can of Purple Passion. I'm going to add that to the to the shelf of all these other things. And you know what? I'll just get really old and look at this stuff, and then one day somebody's going to have an estate sale, and there's going to be some young knothead walking around in my stuff laughing at it, and they're going to buy about 2% of it, and the rest of it's going to go in the dumpster. And that's pretty sad. So, Mike, I hope the Purple Passion can moves on to somebody who appreciates it as much as I do, and obviously you did. All right, that's it. God bless. Mike Coker, I don't know what you're doing. Get up out of that rack, brother. Because you know what Mike Coker would say if he was signing off. And he's from Elgin, South Carolina. 
And I did not go to Elgin, South Carolina last weekend, but I did go to Pickens, South Carolina. I went to Seneca last weekend, and I went to Easley. I went to Easley, South Carolina, and Easley, South Carolina is where the great, great Brett Owen is from. And I met folks in Easley, and I'm going to start to question the greatness of Mr. Owen because I ask a lot of folks, y'all know the Owens? And uh, they didn't seem to know old Brett, so I don't know what to say about that. All right, that's it. God bless everybody. Uh, Y'all have a safe day, and thanks for listening. Bicycle. Bicycle.